Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Ice Cream Social, sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. On the knobs and tiles is Jacob the Audio Guy. Woohoo! Preach it fun. Hey, it's uh, it's a late night episode. It sure is. Yep. Last time we tried one of these, uh, we we forgot to be funny. So I'm going to start <laughs> off right away. Snip <laughs> that. Nip that right in the bud Nip right it in now. the bud. It's just going to let you know that we know. remember to be funny. However, now we would like to talk about geopolitical ramifications. Boo earns. Uh, especially because it's a bank show. So whatever we talk yeah. about would be very timely. Right. <laughs> so if you're hearing this. Now, here's the thing. Because what happened today, Jacob started off uh, the day taking his dog to the hospital. Is that right, Ninja? Went to the hospital? SJ, took, SJ took Ninja to the hospital. Early, Comedy! Early this morning. He won't stop. Joke That's right. Town. Dog in the hospital. Oh, no. But he's doing he's doing better. He's, he's doing, doing good. Better. But this yeah, is a bank home. show. So by the time you're hearing this, the dog might already be dead. It's true. It's true. It's it's sadly true. <laughs> it's, how, how old that's is Ninja? Sadly accurate. How old is Ninja? Uh, a little over 10. 10, that's, 10 uh, something. That's when it starts. So in dog years, he's only like one. No, exactly. oh, no it works the other way. Oh, the other oh, way. Shit. The other way, he's 70 plus. We're oh. bad at people math and dog math. Man, yeah. now I feel bad hitting on him. Seven, but I didn't years realize per, <laughs> seven years per one year. That's how it works. Speaking of hitting on, your mom's downstairs. Yeah. This feels weird to text her such close range. <laughs> It was really weird. We're just right up and down. It feels silly. You can just send a paper airplane. I, like he's just been talking. <laughs> <laughs> Who introduced me to us? Who's in the seat here? This is, this is my brother. This is my brother, Walt, sitting, oh, in, Walt. sitting in the churn. Walt is sitting in, chilling in the churn. I didn't realize that was your brother or else I wouldn't have made his, your mom joke right off the bat. I mean, I'm just outnumbered at this point. <laughs> yep. All my UFC gym skills are still prepared for one-on-one. UFC gym skills. I want to. I want to retract that. That UFC gym skills. I have none. Well, I was gonna say. I have none. Is that what you're asking? What are you about? I haven't even gone in two months. Matt is perfectly capable of finding UFC gym. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. that that's is a, a skill. That's could, a skill. I know where they're located. That is yeah. a talent. That's a, hey, have you heard I about the? CM Punk's about to jump in the old octagon. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Did, the, did his way in and everything. There's such a weird. There's such a. Um, there's a weird cross pollination happening with ufc and wwe yeah. it's really strange yeah it is it's it's an interesting time uh and it's because like like even the conor mcgregor thing they were saying that like the way they were putting up that fight it seemed like they that they wanted maybe conor mcgregor maybe want to go to wwe after this yeah it certainly well, felt like it. i think i think they saw ronda rousey make a payday for walking down to a ring and they went wait oh, i don't, have, do to get, I don't have to get the lord beat out of me yeah and make million dollars that well, sounds right. great well kevin cross we interviewed kevin cross and he yep. talked about that that it, it, little guy everybody she's <laughs> interviewed that major machine and, uh, what a, he's a monster he was saying that like you know that he's he's knocking on wwe's door too i he think should be yeah, he should nobody. be in there they have yeah. no young stars he should be well they're they're in the middle of some real weird stuff but it's an interesting time right now we, yeah. i won't go into it too heavy but it's it, thank they, you they're trying to, <laughs> they I will say there has Especially been a where's the bank? There has been a there's been a he hard, might already be the heavyweight champion of the world. True. There's been a hard wheel he turn. He might be walking with ninja's dead carcass around his There's neck. been a hard Could wheel be. turn since that uh, Brock Lesnar uh, Orton fight, as far as the direction of the company a little bit. And yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Yeah, Matt, since the uh, Orton Lesnar fight. Oh yeah, right, right, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I big, still have that on my uh, big my, turn. Big the um, uh, my phone. I keep a video. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That'd be a gross video to keep watching. Over <laughs> yeah. It's the only, watch Brock Lesnar it's the only open, way. open Randy Orton's head. It's the only way I can poop. Oh. Yeah, it's gross. You should oh. see. He gushed blood all over the... So, no, but the thing is, uh, the life of... the Like, they fight so often in UFC. Yes. It's so hard to stay... Uh, at the top alive. of your game, oh, yeah. right? Alive yeah. and at the and top alive. of your game, like you uh-huh. just—they just don't last long. The champions don't last long. Well, no. they used—they used to. They used to last a lot longer. But now that UFC is such a fine, uh, a finely tuned science of a sport, yeah, the the competition is so much stronger now. Yeah, you have your veterans that are fighting. 15 fights, 20 fights during their entire career. Yeah, there's there's right. no way a Kimbo so, Slice could wander into the scene now. But I mean, even, even no, guys like Randy... Especially now. I mean, he's dead. Yeah. Well, he'd be... <laughs> he could... Uh, he, he, might, he might find his way. <laughs> Who knows? Oh! And now... Uh, the fight was going well, and someone just threw Kimbo Slice's carcass into the ring. <laughs> zombie Kimbo oh. Slice. Just ah, his zombie carcass. Kimbo Slice! Just his carcass would be great. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a Kimbo Slice in the like, ring. He hit the guy's jaw, like his his arm just draped over the cage, but like connected on the <laughs> jaw. Ugh. I got knocked out by a dead guy. Kim- uh-huh. Kimbo Slice's corpse knocked me the fuck out. He still Sorry, got Matt. it. He yeah. still got it, and he, he smells like it. ass. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so if you can cross over to the entertainment uh, area, yeah. yes. you will last a lot longer. Yeah, you can spend. You, you know, don't get so hurt. And as well, in terms of WWE, yeah, yeah. you would want. I mean, you would if you could have Conor McGregor come over right now and sure. be in a WWE. You fuck. Who would the fuck wouldn't want that? Jump on that shit. Yeah, it's interesting. We'll That's see. That's my new I mean, plan now to how to get famous. I'm Punk. gonna I'm gonna come up through com- UFC and then. Hop over as soon as I'm popular. I'm gonna hop over. There you that's go. A, that's a good plan. Well, yeah. Punk completely burned his bridges with uh, WWE. Does WWE that... have their own gyms around town as well? Because I have to be prepared to jump and join those gyms. <laughs> you would as need well. to. You need to go to Florida. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Full mm-hmm. Sail University. That's where you need to go. I hate humidity. A friend of mine works there. I could. I could uh, give you his email. <laughs> I got a buddy that I worked with on the boats that is now an announcer Wait, down there at NXT, which is awesome. Paul Sears, what the fuck are you talking about, Jacob? Just a guy that works at a Full Sail. All right, what's your brother doing here? What's going on? He's sitting there with a pair of headphones is on. Is he going to talk listening. or just listening? I don't know. Are talk. you going to talk? Are you going to talk? Hello. Uh, no, there you go. No nope. is the answer. <laughs> no. Nope. No is the answer. This is my brother that uh, that quit his job as a public school teacher in Louisiana and moved to Cambodia. Really? Are yeah. you are you Are you in Cambodia now? I, I'm I'm returning in October. So you're here so, until October. Yeah. yeah what do you he, do while you're here? Well, not too much. He travels to Vegas. Don't oh, do too he much is in your, He is your Louisiana <laughs> brother, all right? Oh yeah. And this is after living out of the country for a year. Yeah. What 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 are what are what are uh, what are what are three things we don't know about Cambodia? Yeah. Well, three things. Let's I mean, see. you can actually name anything, and Paul and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know shit about Cambodia. I can't even make a joke right now. You, can, I you know, can start with where it is. I know the Dead Kennedy song. That's all I know. Holiday in Cambodia. Okay. I don't know that. We do have this piece of Cambodian money. Oh, all right. Yeah, that. They got fancy money. That is Vietnamese money. Oh, never mind. So, uh, all right. So, 0 for 1 on knowledge one. of Cambodia. It touches <laughs> It touches Vietnam and Laos and... Uh, Thailand. All right, Obama mm. was just over there. Then he was over in. Uh, do you Laos have friends over there in Cambodia? I do now. I didn't when I left. Okay. I had I had visited before, and it was a good place. So I decided to go back. Oh, for the longer. way you said it, it sounded like you left and made friends with people after you were gone. Oh, <laughs> you're like I don't now, but I did when I left. After he left the states. Yeah. Oh, now I get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. So you have friends in Cambodia. He I went did, not yeah. knowing anyone though. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's bold. stranger in a strange land. Yeah, 
What brought you to Cambodia if you didn't know anybody? Well, well they got they got these uh, temples out in the jungle that uh, tourists like to go and look at, and and that's what I went originally to see. Yeah, but most tourists go there and then they leave. And yeah, come that's back. right. You stayed. Yeah, well, that's what you did the first time. I, I did. I went three years ago and I went for two weeks and I came back and and they have a lot of people living there from uh, outside of Cambodia. So. A lot of expats over there? A lot there? of expats. So are your friends expats place. over there or are you friends with the Cambodians? I got ex- both. Okay. Yeah. What do you do? Like, what's what's the social outing in Cambodia? Well, most most folks have jobs. I, I don't have a job over there. <laughs> most of the time. I taught a little bit of English, but most of the time I don't have a job. And uh, What do you do over there? So, uh, I sleep till about 3 p.m. Oh, probably. Dude, your brother and I, we get along <laughs> real well. Yeah, I go to bed about 3 a.m. There it is. So, uh, that's, that's how it goes. That's a batting yeah. week schedule. Yep. Yeah. So it's just How hot. do you function only 12 hours of sleep? <laughs> Dude, some Barely. Days, I wonder some days. <laughs> Such a dick. <laughs> no, 12 hours is about the bare minimum. <laughs> you want to be a fully functioning, really on it human. Don't do the you. Don't do the royal you. If I'm you want to be a fully no. functioning Paul human. Paul Mattingly wants to be a fully functioning human. No. I'm on the same page. No, he said the bare minimum. If you want to be a fully functioning bear, <laughs> yeah. you need about 12 hours of sleep. Yeah, if you want to hibernate. There you go. <laughs> that, now we are in agreement. That's the secret. <laughs> yep. So you're a bum. That's right. Okay. I love it. Right. I know you do, Paul. <laughs> Dude, I aspire to such a relaxed existence. Well, the thing, How when wonderful. He, when he visited. This is the guy that we're in business with. Jacob. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Hey, I work hard. I work in... Countermeasure to what I want, wish my life would be like. You show up. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, you're here now. Oh, boy. <laughs> so part of it was when Walt went to Cambodia for a vacation, he came back by way of Vegas. He stopped by here, and, and yeah. we hung out for you know a week or so after he got back from Cambodia. And we figured out what it would cost to live in Cambodia for the rest of his life. Okay. And it was something like $160,000. Okay. Just end of story. But not wow. working is really, it's really hard to make $160,000. Sure. Yeah, you would need, need that before the fact. Yeah. Okay. But he's got a house in Louisiana that he, that he rents out. He, he gets a little income oh, off that. Okay. That, okay. That's the key. Yeah. That's now the key to not it. working over there. I get, a, I get a check every month. There it is. Yeah. Mm. Now I get it. Uh-huh. See, Paul? See what you need now? I need to be a landlord. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Paul Mattingly, landlord. I can't think of a more nightmare <laughs> scenario. What happened? Uh, the sink's, the sink's uh, leaking. I'll be over there with some duct tape. <laughs> Here's some duct tape. Bye. <laughs> no, bye. Rent to Friday. Yeah. The Me. lights aren't on. They're, 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 they won't turn on. Look, do I have to fucking keep telling you about the features of this house? <laughs> <laughs> the, Shut up. No, they're just, Shut up. The this was a house for blind people. That's why the lights don't work. It's a feature. It's historical. <laughs> Shut also, up. Also, the only water is it a pump outside? Yeah. <laughs> what? But, I, oh, are you too good to pump your water? <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I'm sorry, Queen. I'll, I'll I'll rent out to someone else less fucking royal. How about that? How about I'll rent to someone who gives a damn? That's what I should do. I'd really like plumbing. Well, people in hell want ice water. <laughs> What's your point? Go back to Cambodia. Mm. You can use the plumbing. The plumbing works. You just have to pump the water, pour it in the back tank, <laughs> and then flush it. Oh. Duh. Okay. Uh, so, staying up at 3 a.m. in Cambodia, do you live in like a city area? 
Yeah, I live in a real popular city, and uh, it's just hot as as all get out. Oh yeah. So when the sun goes down, you know, people leave that's their houses, and uh, so that's why it lasts till three a.m. See, and that's yeah. that's a lot like the schedule I keep here because of the same reason, yeah. because of the heat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, keep yeah. trying, Maddie. Like, no, I'm. T- but I work a late job. <laughs> I like to stay up late. Why? I like to avoid why the sun. You, why? Why aren't you remotely curious about this man's life in Cambodia? <laughs> I am. Why are you using every sentence he's spoken? You used just to defend your lifestyle and how you sleep. No, I am tempted to move to Cambodia. <laughs> that this he is convincing me that I need to live in Cambodia to continue my lifestyle. All right, let me ask you this, Paul, because yes. you just said that uh, the the part of your schedule is based around the sun, you know, going down, things cooling off. Mm-hmm. After the sun goes down, yes. How much outdoor time, on average, would you say you have each night? <laughs> An hour. How much outdoor time do you have that does not involve walking the dogs? None. <laughs> there we go. But a lot of it is walking the dogs. So how much not required He's outdoor out time? Socializing. Well, I mean, I'm out driving, and then I go to Walmart and no, stuff. No, nope. no, nope. that doesn't count. count. Driving? Oh, no, no. No, well, you have I mean, air conditioning in I'm your no, car. I'm no fool. I'm not going. I'm not going to the parks at the midnight and getting murdered. Meaning that you don't give a fuck whether the sun goes exactly. down or not. Exactly. You're in a temperature-controlled environment all the time. Most of the time. <laughs> He's not. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> I, would ne- strike, I would never. I would never. One Cambodia. Yeah, I would never live there. Then no, 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 no. Convinced. Yeah, I mean, because the, the the sun going down is part of it, but you got to have the added compensation of the, the cooling. Of also not having to go outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no air conditioning when you go inside. Mattingly, oh, so, your yeah. dream is just to not work here. I dream, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to be here and not work. I do. I want to live in Las Vegas off of crazy money from something, yeah. Right. <laughs> from, <laughs> well, from long distance. Oh, that's that's uh, starting slow but sure. Because <laughs> most songs slowly build mm-hmm. time yes. and mature that's into what the, it takes. Into that's the what music it takes. landscape. Yeah, yeah. Ask anybody. Ask yep. Gaga. Yep. She knows. Think of which, help Paul's, help Paul's crazy rich retirement <laughs> No! Fund. Check out uh, Not with Long, long distance. distance. Wait till but... I come out with another book and then you can support me that way. Okay, fine. Don't buy long distance. <laughs> no, buy it too. No, nope, no. Nope. You've con- you've convinced us well, to not buy it. A dollar a pop. It ain't getting me nowhere. <laughs> I gotta tell you, unless I get a million, it's not quite there. <laughs> I, I I think you need to at least take an entrepreneurial course if you want. <laughs> if you're looking for that idea. No, but uh, yeah, I guess. Well, the, the, all anyone, those, anyone all those entrepreneurial just... courses will tell you is have a big shit ton of money and put it into something that works and good luck and there you go. That is a good strategy, I gotta tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. I feel like there are parts of these entrepreneurial courses though that you are not uh, that you are not ex- exploring. I am certain that is true. I am embarrassed to be in business with you. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the business leader. I, clearly, <laughs> that's true. True. Agreed. I am um, the talent. I am not the business. <laughs> there we go. I am. He's the, the pretty face. I'm the pretty face, the baby. Pretty face. It's the same. The same game the that mascot. I run at, at ice cream or at the. If you want someone geek shock. to begrudgingly show up on time, Paul Manningly is your man. I'll do it. That's I'm right. there. I'm on time. It's true. Yep, it's true. I'm there, baby. If you want to proofread ads, no. <laughs> Show wait, up. What? Wait a minute. Wait. Are you telling me you talking about the the three the three of us proofread that ad and missed it? The, each one of us. I. Th- there was my draft that was up. We all missed it. Yeah. So I'm gonna say what I said again. That was my draft that was up. Right. Okay. So what does that mean? That I missed it and Jacob missed it. That also means that I read it and wrote. 
We all were invited <laughs> to review the ads and rewrite them. Did you even? I bet you didn't even open the document. No, I did. <laughs> I did. I read those. Yeah, I read. All, I read all three of those. Okay. I I, I wrote you a, a, an email return on that. Okay. I did. I had comments about like two uh, things. What's your email return? I remember two things. There were like uh, I did. There were two parts of that that I was like, oh, how many maybe pages? This, maybe how this. many pages was the PDF? It was one page. It was sixteen pages. No way. No way. Yes. I found the problem. <laughs> it was a 16 Paul doesn't know how to turn the page on a PDF. That might be the that might be the case. <laughs> I found the problem. Guys, found it. It's not Paul's business 16 acumen. Pages. <laughs> We're what running more fuck? than one ad. Holy shit. That's a lot. Um all right. Yeah. That's enough about Cambodia. <laughs> Paul would like it there though, because the uh, the the most famous temple there is uh, is Angkor Wat, which is where they shoot all of those things like uh, the Lara Croft Tomb Raider movies. It's it's that like hella old temple that's just sitting out in the middle of the de- in the middle of the jungle. Mm. And they they shoot a bunch of movies there. It looks like some Mortal Kombat. That's stuff. What are, yeah, downfalls. Of I think Cambodia. they did one of the. I think they did, did one of the Mortal Kombat movies there. Mm-hmm. Downfalls of Cambodia. Hot. Hot. Lack of food choices. Okay. A lot, a lot of Asians. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy! When you say lack of food choices, uh oh, what what are we talking here about comes, here? Here comes strike two, <laughs> strike two, and, two and three, <laughs> strike two through twelve. What what what's let's are go. you familiar with Manly's butthole? Hold on, let's have a let's have a Monday, let's have a morning wake up. Let's say let's, you went to a McDonald's. No, because that probably doesn't happen. What's the first thing you get in the morning for breakfast? What's a, what's a typical Cambodian breakfast? Well, at three p.m. Right. <laughs> I, I, I usually Caveat. go out and uh, let's see. You can get you can get noodles and beef. All right. Or rice and beef. Okay. You can get noodles and chicken, noodles and pork. Yeah. Rice and chicken, rice pork. I, you haven't lost me yet. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Repeat. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of noodle and rice based dishes. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I guess I spent a little time in China, and it's a it's a similar kind of fare. Yeah. You you kind of hit the same notes very often in every meal. Now the the all the expats own restaurants, so you have Italians that own Italian restaurants, oh, okay. and Americans own hamburger joints, and that they, sounds all right. They just can't get their hands on the ingredients that they ah. really would like to. Oh, like tomatoes. So it's like, hey, try my yeah. burger. It's yeah. rice and pork. <laughs> And noodles. And noodles. <laughs> it's a noodle bun. Uh, are these French fries? No, they're, they're noodles. It's actually right. just a, it's a bowl of noodles. Too, French fries. We, we, yeah, it's just we, noodles. We cut noodles in the shape. McNoodles. This hamburger looks a lot like a bowl of noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Half of it's what you call it, right? Big Mac's coming. Those like, uh, I mean, like a Happy Meal's coming. Like those those con- those rice containers. Yeah. Back them like that. <laughs> Just get a pyramid of of kids toy and it yep. wedged in a thing of chicken and rice. <laughs> um, so they don't even have like a like the arbitrary American fast food restaurant that they, they invaded. Got, they got KFC with a side of rice. <laughs> KFC's weird, yeah. right? Like like the yeah. chicken patty has all kind of fucking shit in it. <laughs> what? Okay. You know, like we go to Carl's Jr. and you get your gen- your j- basic chicken patty, your, your bur- ba- yeah, the, 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 the breaded the, chicken breast, right? The breaded chicken sandwich, the okay. one dollar you can buy it in the freezer, throw it in the microwave for a minute, type style. With yeah. right, KFC's in uh, China. Yes, they have like carrot and celery and all kind of we- and corn and all kind of weird shit mixed into the patty. Okay, so you're saying the Chinese KFC tries to make it a more complete meal. 
I it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what they're doing. I, know, I don't think I, so. It's probably just weird. It's just I'm weird. Actually, I'm actually I'm laughing at you, but I'm with you. I think it's it's weird. You're like, no, this is not right. It doesn't quite taste right. The blood, just like what you said, it the ingredient. It's supposed to be the thing you eat here, yeah. but it doesn't uh-huh. taste the same. You go for a little relief from the noodles and the rice and things, <laughs> and then you wound up with the same thing. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. See, it's, yeah, it's KFC with noodles. Cambodian style KFC. Yeah. <laughs> uh. What about uh, like vegetables? They don't, they don't just put lettuce, tomato, onion on everything, right? Well, let's see. They got they got some seaweed stuff that goes on everything. Oh right, okay. yeah, like uh, carrots or something like that. Carrots and seaweed. Carrots and seaweed. I'm gonna open yeah. a restaurant there. Can't call it. I can't kelp myself. <laughs> <laughs> carrots and seaweed was somebody kelp me. Paul has original name was carrots and seaweed. Carrots and seaweed. Hey, we're carrots and seaweed. <laughs> I voted to keep that name. All right. Um, all right, we should get into some scoop. We have some. This is a bank episode, so we should we should yeah. go into some vintage scoop mail. Vintage scoop mail, digging into the the archives, the recesses, the recesses, the, the grimy, slimy recesses. <laughs> Message for you, son. Uh, let's see. From uh, September eighth, twenty fifteen, we got one here from Hang On Scoopy. Hello, hey. you scoopendous fe- fellow face fuckers. All right, hello. I need advice. Hang well, on, Scooby. Too bad. I'm glad. <laughs> Next scoop I'm mail, glad please. for us to be able to give you this advice. Next how, one. How old is this email? Uh, it's from uh, September 8th, 2015. Uh, okay, here we go. Just in time. Should I have yep. a baby? <laughs> Oops. I have one month to tell her how I feel about keeping it. <laughs> Can you terminate in the 18th trimester? <laughs> I need advice. I'm going to try to be vague because this is an ongoing situation. But oh, here good. Then we're still in. Then we're yeah. still in. Let's this see. To the good. I've been looking for a new job for about six or seven months. I like that. Uh, you, could, you could read that as uh, 18 to 19 months. This, this person this starved well, and died. Not only that, Jacob, but this is a bank episode. So this is even going further Who into knows? the future. Who knows? <laughs> They're never going to get their answer. <laughs> I've recently been presented with an opportunity to work on a well-known television show that purports to provide its audience with medical advice. Unfortunately, ah. it's also a terrible tr- it has a terrible track record of promoting misinformation that is at best incorrect and at worst actively harmful to those who follow it. Couldn't be Dr. Oz. No way. No, no, it has no, to be no. a different one than that. <laughs> Probably yeah. the doctor. Let's just uh, let's just well just 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 uh, just because we know it's not Dr. Oz, let's talk about it like it's Dr. Oz. Great. Correct. Sounds good. Okay. Cuz yeah. we know it's not. Allegedly it's Dr. Oz. No, Allegedly. it's not. We, it's it's not even, it's certainly it's not, not Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz. So let's talk about it's it. It's certainly not Dr. Oz. Yes. So let's pretend like it's Dr. Oz because we're making it up. Right. I consider myself a skeptic in my education and career path are both in public health, all of which are arenas uh, where shows like this are looked upon with disdain. Sure. I can rationalize it by saying uh, that by taking a position on the staff, I might be able to make a positive change from the outside in. Doubt it. And no. arguably do more good than I could otherwise. No. Nope. Probably not. It also <laughs> probably pays pretty well. Yeah. There we go. And would open a lot of doors for me down the road. Yeah. But if, as long as those doors need some snake oil to open. <laughs> <laughs> but it does still Fuck feel WD-40 like... Fuck WD-40 for a little snake oil on that shit. Ka-choo. Seriously, that works. Yep. Uh, but it does feel like selling my soul. Or like pledging my allegiance to Cobra Commander. Well, now, slow down. Cobra Commander's kind of cool. <laughs> he is the captain of Snake Oil. 
Because then we can sell snake oil. It's Cobra yeah, Commander. Yeah, they have stuff as a snake oil on yeah, the side sometimes. So, so in that case, this guy's right. The metaphor is accurate. Today on Cobra Commander Presents, <laughs> we'll talk to Helen. She's been having trouble with her goiter. <laughs> we are going to use red palm oil. Which somehow lowers body fat and cholesterol despite its saturated fat content. Now don't consume it. Rub it on the area. <laughs> and if you need help breathing, rub eucalyptus within the red palm oil and scrub it on your baby's chest. <laughs> Love and prayers, Cobra Commander. <laughs> have, you ever, have you guys ever, ever taken a job that you weren't on board with morally? What do you think yes. I should do? <laughs> yes. I, I don't know. I'm still stuck in mine, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I agreed to be an audio guy for this podcast one time. No, I, I don't think I've ever had a job where I've been like morally like, oh. You know, it's funny. When I was a hippie dippy working at Starbucks, I felt morally opposed. Oh, now, sure. Now I like it. Now, now, I, like, now, yeah. now, now no. I'd probably go back and work there now. Right. At the time, I was like, they're putting independent coffee shops out of business. <laughs> You know. And then you go to an independent coffee shop and you're like, this place needs to be put out of business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this place is terrible. This is awful. Fucking 15 minutes to get a fucking soy latte. What the shit? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks for burning my muffin. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, uh, but uh, so at the time I felt that way. I uh, stole. I think that's how I have you Have you, have you had a job where you didn't take it because you were like, no, I won't do that. Was there a plan where you were going to go clubbing seals for a summer or anything uh, like that? Oh, yeah. I no, mean, I went that summer. That was only because I got seasick out of the way. <laughs> uh, I mean, how bad would a job have to be to be morally opposed to it? I get it. I got friends who sell timeshares who every night go home and just go, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, people have tried to get me to, tell, to sell timeshares. Yeah. I think I talked about this podcast where I got roped into when I first moved back from the Virgin Islands, I was working for this act, uh, clean water charity nonprofit oh. that was uh, that was like a pyramid scheme. Totally, oh. it was a total pyramid scheme. And, that's uh, awful. Yeah, a that clean was, water charity that turns out to be a pyramid scheme. That's what it was. It, it, it basically it take you door to door, and then you realize they were keeping probably like 70 percent of the money. That's that like was a coming. religion right. where people take money and say they're going to help the poor and everything, and then end up building a giant walled city I out know. in Rome. This is Mother Teresa's <laughs> TV show. <laughs> we're collecting thoughts and prayers to help the poor <laughs> and the meek. Hold it right there, Teresa. Commander, what are you doing here? I'm taking over your show. Destro, shoot her in the face. But Cobra Commander, she's a saint. I cannot do it. I'm sorry. I have to quit this job. I am morally opposed. I am a saint. All I've done is help the poor and collected money that said they would go to particular charities and said I just gave it right to the church and hoped they would do the right thing with the money and I doubted God the entire time that I was there so I insisted Isn't it true you baptize people on their deathbed against their will? It's Yes, it's also true Hilarious! But I'm a saint! <laughs> Hilarious! <laughs> um, you should join Cobra <laughs> We have a good dental plan oh, That's Ooh. different, I mean But aren't you... <laughs> Putting all, all the regular evil do-gooders out of business, all the mom-and-pop shop evil do-gooders? Look, we bring in people. We, we, we sublet with the dreadnoughts, and they, they're having a great old time. We're not stop If you want to do evil stuff, we're not stopping you. We're 
not stopping you. <laughs> if, you want, uh, if you want to branch out and do evil on your own as well. Sure. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Just remember where your bread is buttered. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Rob, you can rub this into the red palm oil on your baby's chest. Oh, and now you're stealing my bits. Oh, is that yours? Um, I'm, you need to talk to Dr. Mindbender. <laughs> He's my physician. Um. Yes? You've, have, you ever, have you ever gone up for commercial for a product that you didn't think was going to be great? No, but uh, I did a couple of episodes of What Would You Do? Right. Right. Okay. And that's a little on the... Uh, so, the first one we did, I was cool with it because these people were lying and we were just saying you're lying right they were claiming right that this product right. did great things even though they knew damn well it didn't right so and one lady didn't do it which was cool yeah she was like i can't say that that's not true and we're like right cheers to you yeah good john, job john quinones will now give you a hug uh congratulations <laughs> uh i did a second one in la that's that's an award yeah. i did a second one in la that it's never it never went forward yeah and it was based on a a pretend uh, focus group about a possible TV show uh, where it was all about um, a uh, a neighborhood where there's lots of mixed um, ethnicities uh-huh. and how they did or did not get along with each other, and so and in how this- they all made different types of chicken patties. Well, and how they in them. this focus group, the whole thing was we started asking questions like. What do you think about Latinos? What do you think? What is, What are some things that right, they might right, do right. that might get on your nerves? And we sort of elicited this stuff, and it never made it made it to air because it was really, it was rough. It was By some the tough way, stuff. have you ever watched uh, any of the Triumph stuff on Hulu? Oh man, oh, it it was like that. The one where he went to the politically correct university. Did you see oh, that one? Yes. The clip of that. That one is hilarious. That is amazing. That was going around the internet. That was yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So that he, was good. he he uh, he's at the, the safe space. He's at the safe space, right? right? And so they they all. It's the most politically correct group of people. And they're all talking about like we don't assign gender. We don't speak to that. We don't speak to this. And then he has candy that you're not supposed to eat. And then this really <laughs> effeminate black guy come in and just steal candy and leave. <laughs> He talks and then he breaks all the rules and he leaves. And Triumph just goes, How would you describe what just happened? Right. And, they, and they, yeah. Like, like they can't, they have no words, they have no words to describe the event. They won't call him black. They, can't they won't call him gay. They won't say he was stealing. It's amazing. Right. It was amazing. It was so funny. It was so, so good. Funny. <laughs> so good, yeah. That, it's it, it's he's so smart about that. It's like uh, yeah, yeah. Mob Smigel is a fucking genius. He is an absolute super genius. He's a total super genius. Yes, but uh, anyways, yeah, yeah. So sorry, but you, but that reminded me of no. That. That's that's it. Yeah. That's what and that's what it felt like. That too It was a lot like that. I've definitely gone into. Uh, I was. I definitely. Uh, I definitely got a, a, into an infomercial for for uh, a hair product that I pulled out of. I initially said, you yes. pulled out your hair? I pulled out my hair, going like, God, you guys are driving me crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I I went into it being like, yeah, I'll try it for the infomercial. Well, maybe I'll, and I was like, maybe it'll grow hair. You know, right. I was like, I could use some. That was the the infomercial that we did was a fake hair growth thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this was like, this was legit. This was a legit yeah, thing. See, sold no, no, as, no. And they were like, well, uh, it's, it uses nutrients from all these different plants from all over the world. And I was like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Bah! Uh, but I, I didn't just quit on the spot. I went through the whole preliminary thing, 
did. I've done this before, where I try to be terrible on purpose so that they They'll go oh, they, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. So they can't. But use then you have to just go. Oh, okay, I'm gone. Yeah, and then they still wanted me to come back, and I was like, no, I'm, I will not yeah. be coming back. Please get me off of this. Yeah. Well, I've, I've talked about on the show before running running shows for uh, the Long Island Medium before. Oh. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just horrible. Well, here's the thing, right? So I would say to this <laughs> this person who's already made a decision on this. Hopefully. <laughs> This, per- this I, actually, person is now the I, president of Dr. Oz Incorporated. Actually, I should read you the last paragraph of his scoop yeah, mail yeah, here. Let's go ahead. He just says, uh, of course, by the time you read this, I will probably have uh, had to make a decision already <laughs> and or am now unemployed. <laughs> That's true. But I'd still like to hear what you think I should have done. Buying your face dinner first, then it's hang on Scoopy. Here's the tough call, because Dr. Oz, say it, was, say it was a show like Dr. Oz. If it were Dr. Oz, which it's not. It's definitely not. Certainly not. not. What you are also doing is working on a type of television show. It's a strip show. You know, you're working four or five shows a week. Being able to work that type of grind, work with those producers. You know, like there's people just knock that out that type of content. And when it comes to talking to other television people, they're not going to give a fuck about the type of show you worked on before. Right. So if you're going to try to just pad your resume, it's more that like I know how to work and knock out my assignments in a timely manner so that it can put up five or four or five shows a week mm-hmm. so I have the resourcefulness enough to accomplish those jobs mm-hmm. chances are it's just going to be a good spot on your resume just to hop yeah. from one to the yeah. other well I mean something something you know about Matt is uh, when people go in p- to, for a television interview with soap operas on their on their resume oh exactly yeah, like yeah, yeah, soap yeah. operas are, that is a certain skill set to be able to do that every single day to get, yeah. to get an entire show knocked out in a day Yeah, and so you look at that on the resume and that gives you real information it about that Working on the production side, you, it's basically almost no difference between working on a Dr. Oz type of show and, the, and you know if you're if you're just knocking out your stuff, they know you can knock it out that kind of that yeah. kind of thing right away. Uh, knowing from my joke writing, right? Like so, like I end up being a all my jobs now have come in short short form joke writing. Like no one's asked me to write a sitcom, no one's asked me to write whatever. When it comes to punch up work or one liners or host material or that kind of stuff, that's the only jobs I get. Right, right. And so whether I write them for you know, someone I'm proud of or write them for a dipshit. Honestly, it doesn't matter as long as it's just something that went on air. Yeah. So it's a tough call there. So I would say take the gig. Do it for a while. Yeah. And then as soon as you use it just only as a resume piece to get to your next gig and then talk shit about Dr. Oz as much as possible. And if if it's really driving you crazy while you're doing it, then you can quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's fine fine to quit. Get it on the resume. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Get on the resume, use it, take it off. It's there and it's it's great. It can easily become invisible if you think it's going to be a blemish. Yep. Because you make your resume. Um... All right, next, Vintage yes. Scoop Mail. We have one for Valley Scoop. <laughs> this is September 7th, 2015. Oh, man. It's getting closer to Here, now. You Here can tell go. that I got all of these off the same page We're moving on through the time. old Scoop Mail. Yeah. Matt, Paul, and Jacob. So the pageant talk reminded me of a story from my teenage years when I dated a pageant girl. I ah, believe this is referring to when, when we, we interviewed Sabrina. Sabrina. Sabrina, lady of the ankle bracelet. That's right. <laughs> She's still confined to her house. Lady of the bowling ball bracelet or whatever. She's getting ready to have her kid. Yeah, she has a yeah. bowling ball right now in yeah. her belly. Uh, when That's I was, really soon, right? Uh, from this it, bank episode? It might be in the past. It might have already happened. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It might wow. have happened. Yeah. It's really soon. But months from now, yeah. Maybe. Uh, when I was 19, I yeah. found myself in my first real relationship, and my stupid teenage brain took away my entire ability to rationally think. So my girlfriend at the time So you were a teenager. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My girlfriend at the time was a pageant girl. I have no idea what kind of pageants, but she had become a coach and organizer by the time oh, I was dating her. 
Allie's pageant who? girl. I got a thing for a pageant girl. She only has two outfits to wear. A fancy ball gown and some underwear. Ah. I swear. And when she walks down the hall, all the time, the time she walks a special way. Like she's being judged all the time. I tell her she gets a 10 just to shut her up. Then again, that's my pageant girl. She has a special skill of a baton to twirl. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> the other girl that uh, Sabrina and I talked about on that episode, with the, uh, the I forget if Sabrina lost to her or beat her. Or I don't remember what it was, but uh, her talent was twirling batons. All I want to know, because SJ's Always hanging out here. Ones. SJ's here. I just want to remind SJ that you lost that competition, by the way. That's right. You did not win later in the race. Fourth runner-up. Fourth runner-up. SJ was in that competition, where, didn't win. Where were your skills? What was your special skill? Dance. She danced. That's eh. no, not going to work. It. It's not going to cut it. What did you say? I sang and played piano. Do you play piano? Why do we have this Cambodian jobless motherfucker on the mic? You play piano? <laughs> Well, uh, we don't have a piano in here. That's do a, that's do a you have a piano in your house? <laughs> yeah. I, this is a whole, this is a new skill. I had no idea SJ played piano. Nope. Yeah, there's a, there's a, a keyboard in our bedroom. Well, thanks for hiding that from us, SJ. Yeah. <laughs> we have secrets our, safe with us. We Nobody hide knows. our bedroom from you. She's, she is an onion. She is an onion. So many layers. <laughs> Uh, all right, so what happened with this guy and this teenage pageant girl? Uh, so she had gone to a weekend-long pageant with a hotel room and a single bed and me joining her for the weekend. Oh, so needless to say, I was looking forward to it. No, no, no. It never goes that way. Well, here's the thing. She's got pageant on the mind, not wiener. No. You are not going to have fun, son. Wiener You're... pageant. <laughs> if it's wiener a... pageant. If it's a wiener pageant, Here. that's great. Here she <laughs> is. Mrs. Wiener, wiener pageant. pageant. She can handle wiener of the bracelet. dick and balls. Wiener of the bracelet. Wiener of the bracelet. Bracelet of the wiener. Let's start our first competition Wiener handling. Yes, here's a question. What? Uh, North Korea recently had five <laughs> successful nuclear launches. What is your blowjob technique? I start slowly at the base. <laughs> then I work my way up. There she is. Making sure to spend adequate time on the balls and tip. <laughs> Mrs. Wiener bracelet. <laughs> I think that's an actual Trump pageant. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have these wiener bracelet girls. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be amazing. They handle a wiener like you've never seen. Like They're, they're, they're fantastic. They're the best. Uh, Miss, Miss Kentucky. Miss Kentucky. Uh, yes? Re- recently, more and more seems to come to light that Russia is interfering with Ukraine's ability to stay independent. Uh-huh. How sober do you want to be the first time you experience anal sex? When I get my poop shoot drilled, <laughs> I am sure that I am at least a half a bottle of Jack in. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you! Hold on, at this point in the show, I just want to make sure... Mom, are you still in earshot of, uh, of what's going on? Good, okay. Because okay, you're the next sure. contestant. <laughs> yeah. she, well, she just told me, she, when, I, when I came in, she just said she just listened to three episodes back to back. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's too much for any person. <laughs> she actually just texted me her answers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, all right, so, go so let's on. see. Friday afternoon, I'm finishing up my shift at work for my uh, for my weekend away, and my girlfriend texts me. She seems stressed. All right, I can't I can't do this anymore. Alley scoop, a comma and a period are not the same piece of punctuation. Ali Scoop has sent me an email with paragraphs. The paragraphs are fine. Within each paragraph, there are no periods. It begins with a capital letter. It ends with a period. And in the middle, all commas. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read the rest of this scoop mail as it's been written. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Miss, Mrs. Florida. Miss Florida. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, recently, uh-huh. uh, Iran uh, had to have two test fire shots fired at them from a battleship, a U.S. battleship sure. in neutral waters. Yeah. Uh, what kind of base do you prefer on the rods in which you use for sounding your mate? <laughs> when I have decided that my lover is ready to have penile insertion time, <laughs> I make sure to use to use a combination of P.I.T. or pit. <laughs> <laughs> Crisco, down, Crisco grease and my own saliva. Oh, that explains the message board I was on last night. <laughs> Crisco pits. It was a Reddit page. Well, it's a it. I don't use just any old Crisco. It's it's what I've used to fry up a bit of ham earlier in the day. That ham texture flavor gives it an extra kick, and it makes it slipperier. Oh, good. Gives it a kick. You don't want to use just right. You don't want to use just regular Crisco. You want to use Crisco that's been rendered around with some some real uh, beef fat or ham fat. All right, which is different from beef fat. (laughs) With noodles, either way, in Cambodia. Always with noodles. Well, (laughs) one noodle. (laughs) One disturbingly rigid noodle. With a flared bait. With a flared bait. All oh, flared bases are. That's my band. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where are we at with this guy? Uh, Friday afternoon, I'm finishing up my shift at work for, uh, for my weekend away, and my girlfriend texts me. She seems stressed, asked me to get her some marijuana. Now I have never done drugs before. I definitely had purchased. I had definitely never purchased drugs, but that's a story for another time. Oh! I finished up my shift and drove to the hotel. Oh no! Sorry, She's... I had to. I had to breathe in there. Right. She's definitely not. Planning two firsts in her hotel room before her pageanting. No way. She wants to get high and walk around in a bikini. That's it. That's it. Before she put, before she ducks what she and I has in common. Before she duct tapes her tits together, she wants to be high as a kite. <laughs> That's what's going on here. Give me some of that double sided cooch. Oh, me and your me and your ex girlfriend have a lot in common. <laughs> I like to get high before I duct tape my tits together too. It's oh, delightful. Mine's. Uh, I only get high for when I take it off. <laughs> And it takes me three hours. Three hours. Slow. Hey, like, you ever think about adhesive, man? <laughs> oh, no, dude. <laughs> now you've done it. <laughs> so I meet a fairly stressed out girl, but not too crazy. And she's doing some last second coaching. And I'm just sitting watching, being introduced to pageant moms and such. She finishes up and we head back to the room. Stressed out and tired. Nothing exciting happens. And we just fall asleep. No shit. The next day is the first day of the pageant. He was 19. He didn't know. I know. Now, my girlfriend is to super crazy levels of of anxiety (laughs) and is super stressed out. She smokes a little while I'm in the hotel room. I pass, and we go down for the pageant. 
I now realize that I am a 19-year-old guy. I smell like marijuana, and I am in a room full of parents and young girls sitting completely alone because my girlfriend is running around like a crazy woman organizing stuff. And to top it off, I am watching one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Let's just say this didn't seem like a scholarship program. Move to Cambodia. You'll fit right in. (laughs) Yep. Day one ends, and the cops are not called on me. We're heading back to the room. People don't call the cops for smelling like weed on your clothes. Yeah. Easy there, Jump Street. <laughs> if, you, if you're moving like a pound or two in the trunk of your car, that's what the cops get involved. If that happened... Or in your butt. Every uh, every parking garage in this town yeah. would have wall-to-wall police officers. Oh, yeah, exactly. And and like uh, there'd be like no concerts in the summer. No. <laughs> uh, officer, uh, I'd like to report someone smelling of weed. <laughs> Go ahead. What's the description? Oh, gosh. It was so fast. (laughs) He was walking by me at a brisk pace, and I caught a whiff of that skanky wanky. Oh, we'll find him. We have drug dogs. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you made me feel so much better I can sleep tonight. You got it. Oh, boy. I smelled that dank weed, and I was so worried. (laughs) Dank? I don't know. I don't know the lingo. (laughs) Wacky tobaccos. The Wacky the Baggies is a great name for a band. I'm yes. Sure, I'm sure someone's been the Wacky the Baggies. Gotta be. Wacky and the Tobaccies. Jacob, to the internet. <laughs> the Wacky Tobaccies. The Wacky the Baggies, it's a ska cover band. Uh, we do nothing but madness covers. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Wacky the Baggies. We do covers of ska bands, covers of other 80s we songs. Do, we do madness covers, but it's all weed infused. Our <laughs> weed. In the middle of the street, ah weed. <laughs> that was what we'd like to smoke, ah weed. It was really, really good, ah weed. It was green and had some leaves. We like to smoke our weed. <laughs> Four twenty rolls all around, and then we go and smoke some weed. It's time to smoke that weed. <laughs> Listen to you, run let's out go of get some more weed. It's time to have some weed. <laughs> I don't know anybody who knows less weed references than you. <laughs> ah weed. <laughs> In the middle of us. Just rolling, just rolling with like two things in the yeah, chamber. I don't know. You don't know I'm, jack about weed. Shit about weed. Hold dude. on. Let's, let's get my mom in here so she can teach you something about weed. <laughs> I, I, I'm ignorant of weed. How does, your, how does your mom feel about you living in Cambodia? Well, she's got no problem with it, I guess. Oh. I guess. That means we haven't asked. Yeah. <laughs> she figured it out. She went she's, and visited. She's not voiced any problem. Okay. She got, well, she got to go to Cambodia. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. Did you get her high while she was there? Not with me, no. <laughs> <laughs> they do have the uh, the dank weed pizza there. Really? There you go. Yeah, that's a good pizza. That's yeah. a way to shake it up for the old chicken and rice. Yeah. <laughs> that, that might be the only way I'd ever get weed in my yeah. system. <laughs> if it's on a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I got maddeningly high. I said, you did? Yeah, I fucking had a Cambodian weed pizza. <laughs> Gave a pizza with some weed on it. <laughs> Scarf that shit down. What are you going to do? Turtle power. <laughs> better ingredients, better high. <laughs> I can sincerely say that I was concerned about the amount of marijuana that he ingested on that pizza. Weetza, weetza. Can you imagine when the day comes that weed is, is legal yeah. and... Places like Little Caesars. By the time this just, bank show airs, it could be legal. Right? <laughs> just about to do that. Little Caesars just puts it on their pies. 
Yeah, that that's cause, sure, sure. Because you're already on the weed if you're eating the little Caesars. I will say that that's one of the, the weed. That's one of the, the weed. <laughs> get back in your rocking chair and tell me to get off your lawn. Don't make me turn my hose on you. Where's my newspaper and my yellow pages? Um, <laughs> get me another noodle burger. Uh, that's actually the one thing that they wished they had regulated more in Washington and Colorado was that pizza? they did the edibles. <laughs> yeah, just pizza. <laughs> no more butter on crust. <laughs> no more cheese in crust with butter on it. <laughs> Quit stuffing shit into the crust. Crusts must be bread only. It's fine. These motherfuckers are telling me it's okay to put a mushroom and candy inside of a pizza crust. And I'm telling you, no. There's a Fucking line to be drawn. That caramel apple, that caramel apple pizza's got to go. It's not a, that's not a pie. It's not a dessert. And little Caesars, when you replace your pizza sauce with cheese, that's just a giant breadstick. It's just a giant pan of bread. You didn't double the cheese. You undoubled the sauce. <laughs> You're cheating, America. <laughs> You're cheating, America. Tomatoes a food group. <sighs> um. <sighs> It's the only thing on your menu that barely fits on the pyramid. You have a food beach ball. Crazy bread, my ass. What's crazy about is that people think it's bread. Right. You'd have to be crazy to think this is bread. It's some kind Pigeons of, won't eat this some shit. Some kind of chewy seaweed-like like beach seaweed buttered garlic sponge. I beat a homeless man to death <laughs> with one of those crazy breadsticks. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how much of a hard object it becomes within minutes of it not being warm anymore. P.S. Yeah. Uh, Olive Garden done lost the plot on their sticks. Oh. Those things are wrong. Breaking news here it's, on Hey Scoops. so bad. Hey Scoops breaking news, it's everybody. so bad now. Olive Garden's lost their breadstick fastball. Yep. They used to have it. Oh, can you still draw on the tablecloth there? Yeah, if you use the breadstick. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just looks piss yellow. Just, yeah. just piss yellow chalky. Just, just these gross just grease stains. <laughs> Look, Grandma, I drew you. Oh, that's disgusting. Don't ever do that. I drew the splatter ghost. <laughs> what? The splatter ghost? A splatter ghost? It's an oily splatter ghost. <laughs> Look, I made a haunted house. <laughs> it's a bunch of ghosts. I, uh, um, could you ever draw? On, I guess you could draw on the tablecloth at Olive Garden. Am I mixing it up with another place? Well, uh, I know uh, that's Macaroni Grill. Right, right. Macaroni, macaroni Grill is the one that's really about the. Oh, uh, then I'm mixing it up with Macaroni Grill. Easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're both definitely the same to me for sure. <laughs> Either it, it depends on how fake you want your Italian. Like uh, you know, the joke is when I had a moped when I was a kid. Is that how our mopeds like fat girls? They're really fun to ride unless your friends see you. That's how I feel about the macaroni grill or Olive Garden. <laughs> you don't want people watching. Like you I'd go. go there, but if someone saw me there, I'd be like, "Fuck!" Uh, there busted. goes my entire. Like I'm not allowed to have a valid opinion about food ever again. Uh, I gave like, up. No, that. the best burger is uh, Matt. We saw you at an Olive Garden. Yeah. I'd be like, no, never mind, guys. I gave up that Forget part it. a long time I'll, ago. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Who cares? Who cares? So the other day, after uh, after Paul mentioned the uh, Zupa Toscana soup on the on the show, yeah. oh no, you was, didn't. This was either like a few days ago or several months ago, <laughs> or a year ago. Yeah, uh, 
I, I decided to look up the recipe because I was like, oh, that does sound that does sound really good. It's oh so right, because I oh yeah, I talked about but uh, my my soy chorizo yeah. potato corn soup. Yeah, yeah. So I made myself a uh, pun intended souped up version. Whoa! Get out of here! You did it. That, oh yeah, that pun came on like a freight train. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> you made Zupa Toscana. I made a Souped good. I made a good soup. version of Zupa Toscana. Is it? Was it awesome? It was delightful. Uh, Sj, did you did you, did you sample some of this? Uh, neither, neither oil or butter. No butter, no oil. Half and half. Uh, it called for cream. And what'd you use? I, I used I used the cream. Don't okay. ask. But I cut it. But I cut it in half. <laughs> <laughs> Several empty mayonnaise Certain packages. Certain kitchen secrets are go to my grave. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's not for my protection. <laughs> I used a neighbor's breast milk. There. Let me say that sausage was tenderized before it went into the soup. Uh, for four uh, for for four servings, it called for two cups of uh, <laughs> heavy cream. <laughs> I used uh, one third of one cup. There okay, you go. there yeah. you go. That's a, yeah, that I, I, cut it, I cut it way back. Yeah, that, your intestines are like, thank you, Jacob. <laughs> what Appreciate else, it. What else did you thank use? You, what else did you? What was Breve the, potato soup. <laughs> what was your greens? Uh, some uh, some kale. Mm, yeah, did, did some uh, kale in there. Did a bunch of kale. Did some potatoes. Did mm-hmm. some did some sausages. Yeah, Ka- kales and soups and stews is good because they they take away all the things you don't like about kale when it cooks the exactly. acidic or whatever. All soups and stews eat that up. So and it's just, yeah. makes just a fine roughage. A really good kale based. Uh, Chicken noodle. It's like oh nice. Oh, it's so fucking. Oh, yeah. it, I took I took about an hour hour and a half to cook the whole thing, and I didn't throw the kale in until about five minutes before Perfect. it was yeah, done. Yeah. Before That's it was right. done. Yeah, yeah. Threw and do a bunch of kale in there. Could have used more kale, actually. I doubled the amount of kale. That the, That's the thing is, I cut the cream by more than half. Listen, to this, doubled guys. the kale, and it still wasn't enough kale. Yeah, yeah, because because in those soups and stews, it's just a good texture food. It's yeah, not, it's not it's not it's exactly. not like eating a salad. Yeah. Oh, right. It's good. really good. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that, guys. I'm going to make that again, too. Apparently, they both got to the bottom of the bowls. <laughs> yep. Fatty rabbit kale. <laughs> kind of fatty rabbit hole? No, the opposite of a fatty yeah. rabbit hole. Right. All right. Cut isn't the cream, it, guys. Isn't it wonderful that we live in the day and age where you can go online and find the recipes to all these things? That's the thing, because uh, so uh, Penn's book is out, right? And so a lot of people are now writing me. By this time, it's been out for years. It's been out for a decade, but still the bestseller. It it came up in popularity like long distance. Nine different lists. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, Everyone's asking me for recipes. And I'm like, guys, the internet. Just Google vegan, no oil. It's so easy. Yeah, no oil, no sugar, no salt. And you there's live in a, a thousand age. sites. Yeah, they just you just I and I said uh, yeah. you you cook something. If it doesn't turn out perfect, go for another one. Yeah, I've yet and my new diet yet to run out of things I want to try. Right, and there's yeah, there's limitless combinations of, yeah. of things you can do. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, let's see. Noise. So day one ends. The cops aren't called because you didn't do anything. Are we wrong. still at the pageant? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we're still at the pageant. Oh. Uh, now I'm not expecting too much at this point. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Uh, by the way, I've stopped trying to read this as it's written. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't read it like but that. I didn't know what we were getting into when we read this fucking email. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I had no idea what I was getting myself into, and I've lowered my expectations for the weekend. But I'm just hoping for the weekend to finish up and for things to go normal. They do not. <laughs> things go normal. What to find normal? <laughs> Her thinking about fucking you for the first time. You traveled to a pageant. Yeah. 
Nothing's gonna go normal. What in is a your pageant. normal nineteen-year-old pageant hotel room thing? What's that? What's, what's that your normal baseline? Thing? What are you gang looking for? Gangbang. Yeah. I just want. I just want a normal gangbang with like three other dudes. Yeah. My girl. That's it. I know, get to go first and last. Right. Right. I want to have a bunch of cocaine to snort off her ass. I want to have you know, like uh, some of those guys are actually trained circus guys that can and, do all uh, kinds of crazy circus moves. And a Stouffer's pizza. Yeah, right. Stouffer's pizza that comes delivered and cooked. Or French done. bread. French bread pizza. Right, right, right. I want people I to like give us some slippers. Rubber. Some slippers that are covered in like really, really, really comfortable gel. Gel slippers. And I, and I want bush light. A case of bush light. A case of bush light. <laughs> you know. Just a normal. Normal. So normal 19-year-old hotel room fuck Normal fantasy. hotel room fuck fantasy. What? Bush yeah. Light. <laughs> bush light. Bush light is clearly... <laughs> Normal for a 19-year-old yes. hotel. No, that is, that is the one normal part of that whole thing. If you have a 19-year-old gangbang, you got to get some bush light up in that. Fuck yeah. Or Milwaukee's Beast. Milwaukee's the Beast. The Beast. Call Pull the, out beast. the Beast. Get that bush light in there because that bush going to get lit. <laughs> the next day starts with us going down to the conference room for day two at a complete and total yelling match and falling oh, out between oh, my girlfriend and the official organizers of oh, the pageant. Oh, no. P.S. I've already slit my wrist at this point. <laughs> The worst, Matt, the worst day two pageant are enough to make me think I've, I've done it wrong. That's dying. Why didn't wrong. we read this sooner? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this sat in our pile of, of for over a year. Oh, boy. The gold. The gold we've been missing. <laughs> it's, it's really aged like a wine. A fine yeah, wine. It's aged it's, like a wine that's been that's open for 40,000 years. <laughs> yeah. It's a vinegar. This is like some cave wine. <laughs> Like, oh, I, you know, this is actually bear piss. <laughs> I thought this was wine. This was never wine. This was never wine. <laughs> this, this is bear excrement. I thought that was a cask. This is a bear cave. <laughs> it looked like wine bottle. It was a bear poop. So how many, many days is he at this patch? <laughs> Just warn me. How long? How much longer are we going on this? I, this is day th- two. If you think that I pre-read this and uh, still read it out loud, the, you're wrong. The, girl, <laughs> <laughs> the girls had a fight. She's done. So she's had a fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me she, let me let me guess. The girls recap. didn't get along. No, no, no. She she had a fight with the organizers. With the, or, with the pageant oh, okay. organizers. All right. They're like you're high as a kite. Get the fuck out of here. What? Yes. You're gonna damage the children. <laughs> he was so we got kicked with out of Bob the Marley room. legend blaring from your headphones. Get out of here. <laughs> I got kicked out. And my girlfriend's paperwork, which she claims also included information for her other job. Are taken and claimed as property of the pageant. Oh what? boy! Her paperwork has been confiscated by the pageant police. <laughs> I was like, who has the right to do that? I think I think it was her. Anybody ro- who runs a pageant. I think that was her rolling paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Reference number three for Mattingly. He's on ah, fire. Yeah. He's on fire. I know about the weed. <laughs> Your first joke. Now get zigged, off my lawn. And then you zagged. Do you get that? <laughs> yes, it's okay, a type good. of rolling no, paper. Yeah, all right. Oh, Mattingly wow. on board. Mattingly is on board. I didn't know about the weed. <laughs> so now my girlfriend is more stressed. I've listened to and, a lot of Cypress Hill, guys. <laughs> and I'm just kind of clueless as to now what's going on. Now she's more stressed. We have no concern for her at this point. She's more stressed because she lost her weed. You should not move into a hotel room and smoke weed for the first time before you compete in a pageant. I'm a dumb dumb. There's a well, lot I need of other... some weed. But I have anxiety. Then don't compete in pageants! Right! No one's holding a gun to your head to get in a pageant! Uh, go go chill in Cambodia. Sleep till three. It's the best. <laughs> get you get thee to Cambodia. And then no one cares about the amount of weed you smoke. No, no one will steal your paperwork for that. Hell no. 
Am I right? That's right. Yeah, That's see? Right. Uh, she says that she needs the paperwork, and the organizers won't budge. So she says that we need to go to the police, but we can't call them. We need to actually go to the police station. Why? I, I don't know. Stoner logic. That's yep, why. That's why. So we drive to the local police station and submit a formal complaint. Where is this pageant being held? Do we know? Uh, I, I don't know. Because if it's in a major city, I can't imagine the cops. <laughs> <laughs> These people walking into a precinct. This is in Brooklyn. No. I've done something this dumb, by the way. Okay. So I one time got uh, clipped by a truck on okay. the exit to the... Uh, uh, um, uh, George Washington Bridge. Were you in a vehicle at the time? I was. I was in the vehicle. <laughs> I was on. I was riding my I paper that's route. A valid question. I was right. riding my bike on the Brooklyn Bridge, <laughs> delivering Brooklyn papers Bridge. to all the passing ships going underneath. Sure. Here's your Sunday edition, Mister Steamer. Get ready to catch it. We legalizes pizza places benefit first. Read all about it. Extra, extra cheese and no sauce. <laughs> Little Caesars expands empire. <laughs> Tomatoes left in dust. Everything you can possibly imagine stuffed in crust. Read all about it. <laughs> and I, I actually enjoy the paper, Mr. Boat. <laughs> like I basically called the cops and like they just wouldn't come. Right, yeah. and so like I had the license plate. I got the license plate of the guy who who hit me. Yeah, but he just drove on. Sure, and I was trying to was stay this like on the semi-rig? side of the road. This is a semi rig. Yeah, oh. yeah. And so I was trying to stay there for a cop to show up. And meanwhile, it was a crazy busy on ramp to the oh, fucking yeah. bridge. Oh, so, shit. so I'm just constantly afraid that my car is going to get hit. Terrible place Again. to be. Yeah. So we're just sitting. <laughs> so after 45 minutes, it was just maddening, and the just cops were not going to come. Yeah. So they just went. And so the next day, then I, I went back and I'm at the People's Improv Theater and I was like, oh, there's a precinct right around the corner. I should go try to see what's up. <laughs> New York fucking city. Check I it tried out. to go to a precinct on 23rd Street. They gave no to tell shit. Them about, <laughs> to tell them about me being hit by a semi truck that drove away. <laughs> they said, did they laugh you oh, out? He was so dumb. Yes. Yeah. They were literally like, what the fuck do you want us to do with them? They looked at me like, I have four. They're like, do you know where we are? Oh, man. <laughs> Do you know where you live? Yeah, it just was like, Do you know where you live? I was like, I'm pretty sure we're in the capital of the world with 8 million people in this place. Yeah. No thank you on the, the George police, Washington Bridge. The police officer that Matt was giving his complaint to actually was stabbed nine times <laughs> while Matt was delivering the right. complaint. Right. It was one of the dumbest things I've ever done. <laughs> it was just dumb. Just dumb. <laughs> so we drive to the local police station and submit a formal complaint. I need my resume back. They took it from me because I was high as a kite. Whoops. <laughs> yep. Uh, we go back to the hotel with the police. <gasps> and get busted for weed. Which is now... Uh, uh, we go back into the conference room, which is now having an end of pageant party with cake and ice cream with two police officers. The organizers agreed to let Strippers her Strippers here! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, a bunch of 12 year olds. You're late. Oh, Make it rain. Make it rain. <laughs> Mama, can I go sit on the stripper's lap? I want Wiener of the Bracelet. Yeah, of course you can, Me baby. First. Of course you can. Don't let anything get in your hair. The organizers agreed to let her go through the paperwork and get anything Take your vital out. to her other job. <laughs> But the husband pointed at me and said, but he can't be here. 
insinuating that I'm the cause of all of this. Oh, boy. So I go and sit on some steps in the hallway and listen to a lot of yelling coming from the hotel room. Uh, my girlfriend walks out uh, of the room. All of this is bizarre. About half an hour later with one piece of paper. That's all she needed. She walks over to me. I tell her I'm going home and I leave. The cops were... This is what happened. The cop walked with the guy who took the resume and was like, the fuck? <laughs> and the situation was over. Yeah. The, the guy was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, here, here you go. Like, all, all this is like... This is all like the Colin Kaepernick reaction. Like, both sides are just getting, taking this way too far. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what you're talking about. That's right. It's, it's been, been so, so long, so long ago. It yeah. is. Uh, this is just... What, like, what? First off, it's had to be in a smaller city because the cops actually went down to the pageant to get a resume back. Said it'd be like happening. Also, there was a pageant. <laughs> right. right. What, what With actually, ice cream. What actually happened <laughs> is there were two In policemen that were city? going to that hotel no. anyway. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> There's like, a good happy hour there. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Fine. Let's go do that. I know Al, Albert's bartending today, so let's just head there. <laughs> oh, Albert's there? They got, they got, a, they got a free crudite after 5 p.m. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like the hotel crew to take? It's, it's free after five, but it's been out since two. <laughs> they charge for it. Yeah. Once the celery is wilted, it becomes free. <laughs> hey, yo. Is this a buttermilk ranch? This has got to be a buttermilk ranch. This can't be a regular ranch. I don't ranch. know what it was at two o'clock. <laughs> at two o'clock, it was crew to pay. Now it's crew, crew to take your damn chances. <laughs> Fucking you in the face while yelling, boom, shakalaka. All right. Alley scoop. Thank you. Alley scoop. scoop. I'm sorry your life is so miserable. Uh, so, I hope you <laughs> moved whatever the fuck podunk town you lived in <laughs> where that matters. He at least picked himself up and left that girl. You got out of Mayberry. That was good. Oh, my gosh. What a nightmare. That's pretty yep. awful. You think you're going to get laid and that all goes down? Man. First of all. Remember when we had time to entertain such ideas to even oh. think, you know what? I'll go spend two days doing this crazy shit the yeah. possibility of getting my dick looked at exactly it's that's like, a teenager that's all the motivation we're like if I, I go mean. to the cops that's a bond then we're like, we're like we, I was like I was with her I defended her honor to the police <laughs> and, and that means something yeah whereas like if the girl wants to go to the we're cops basically like, we're basically married we're basically married <laughs> her parents are gonna respect me for this totally they want me around on the holidays they be like get us some of that great stanky dank <laughs> <laughs> get in there. Yeah, get, you defended her honor. You defended her honor. It. And, and bring us some weed for Christmas. Hatchin' <laughs> curl. All right. Oh, eight? we got one more scoop mail here. Oh, good, good. This that, comes from... I, I just want to say that that email is officially over. Uh, that email is over. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I think I just won a pageant. <laughs> it's like coming out the other side of the Sahara Desert. <laughs> we have one from Scoopo Josh. Hi, Scoopo Josh. This was sent to us September 11th, 2015. What Too soon. auspicious day. Too soon. Did you see that fucking mattress commercial that month ago was airing? Yes. No. <laughs> no, it's not. It's now. You what? haven't seen it. No. Oh, Matt, you haven't seen it. No. Some it's, like it's, local mattress, <laughs> like, a, like a mattress store created a commercial all based around the, the planes crashing into the Twin Towers. Shut the and at the end, they have two big piles of mattresses that do not. set up, and two guys just jump into them and knock Fall them over. Them, and then the lady goes, we'll never forget. It's the dumbest thing. It's been like labeled the most offensive. And yes! It's, and it's so banal and stupid. 
It's just, it's hilarious. You got to see it. All right. It's amazing. Uh, you haven't seen the, oh boy. No. Yeah. It's horrible and offensive and I laughed hysterically Where's the when internet? I watched it. It's on that it's internet. On, it's on that internet. It's I've been meaning to get that internet. <laughs> you should really check out that internet. It's everywhere. It's a, and then the, the, the company apologized, <laughs> yes. but uh, boy. Oh, boy. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, the, store clo- the store closed down. What? I saw that today. They closed now. The, the, they have closed indefinitely. Because ah, they were probably getting all kinds of I, that, I assume they were getting like Molotov okay? cocktails. It, people are dumb. And you know what? Here's the thing. It's been, we forget. Well, we never forget. But it's been 16 years. 15, so, yeah. 16. 15. By the time this airs, it's 16. All right. You're right. 15. But, <laughs> I know I'm right. But, uh, but there are a lot of people not even born. And it's getting to that point where I don't think fourteen-year-olds made that commercial. <laughs> no, no, no. But they were young people. If they you were... saw, if you saw the quality of the commercial, you would not be so sure. No, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's right. And they were younger people. They were in their early thirties, which means it. they were teenagers when it happened. Which means it doesn't hit the same. It didn't hit the same way. You're talking to the guy who wrote the Pearl Harbor Drape commercial, dude. That's what I'm saying. How many jokes about the the Columbia shuttle disaster did we make? Oh, a ton, right? I... Oh, those killed. We're still making them. I can't stop. Krista McAuliffe. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, they, they found out uh, post-mortem. <laughs> Krista, Krista McAuliffe had dandruff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they found her head and shoulders on the beach. Hey! <laughs> Zing! Do you remember what color her eyes were? No. They were blue. One blue that way, one blue the other. Oh! Fire mattress. Shots fired. <laughs> Buy our mattress, exactly. Buy our mattress. Buy our mattress. I'm not asking you to buy a mattress, and I'm telling horribly offensive jokes. Uh, <laughs> now seems a good time to point out patreon.com slash hey scoops. <laughs> if you like what you're hearing. making $30 a month. Right. After, after this episode comes out suddenly. Speaking of Paul's poor business acumen. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash hey scoops. How can you call it poor if it doesn't exist? <laughs> Lack of acumen. Lacumen. My business lacumen. <laughs> business lacumen, folks. Alright. So here's one from Scoop O Josh. Dear Matt Mattingly, as a sub uh, sorry, as a Scoop Zero listener, I've been a fan since your inception. I don't think he means of the show. I what think he means fuck? like since Did you accept us, you yeah. pervert motherfucker. Maybe he's got us in. Wait, is time going slower for Hold us on a now? Second. Hold on a second. Dad, did we come up with this idea? <laughs> dad, <laughs> your dad is right. My <laughs> dad wrote this. If it's signed off, Matt, you are responsible because of my inception. <laughs> However, I am in need of a wedding proposal idea. Oh, <laughs> you're. Fucking. When is this from? This is from uh, September 11th, 2015. Oh. How, how auspicious. <laughs> what a terrible time to propose. He had to. Just, uh, here's my first piece of advice. Not on September 11th. <laughs> Baby, I want you to know you mean the world towers to me. <laughs> you being single is like a tower in my life. And I want to topple that singlehood. I wouldn't trade you for the world. <laughs> I'm in need of a wedding proposal We're idea. Kidding. You're kidding. You're kidding. We're all kidding. Jokes, everybody. I'll Jokes. I'll kidding. I'll kidding. I'll kidding. I'll kidding. Hooray for Nazis. That's less offensive than everything we just did. <laughs> yes. 
we're not trying to sell mattresses. I want to be clear on this. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, you've hit upon exactly why the commercial is as offensive as it is. Because at the end of the day, they're fucking mattress peddlers. <laughs> That's, what I mean. That's what it really comes down to. It, no, <clears throat> no, I'm not expecting anyone to hear this and be like, I should walk into their store and purchase things. <laughs> Especially mattresses. Those are big investments. www.patreon.com slash scoops. Have we talked to you about the ringtones? <laughs> All right. So I'm in need of a wedding proposal idea. So I'm asking for help. Just to give some background. I have known my girlfriend for 10 years, only serious for two years now. At this point, it's at least nine years. And uh, she will literally say yes no matter what at this point. Okay. Oh, that sounds like a challenge to me. Chances are. <laughs> All right, yeah. I say, you want to do it? You want to really do this? How about this? Fill your ass with a ring and spaghetti and shit on a plate right in front of her and say, in there is the key to your future. Dig it out and join me for the rest Start of my life. Start digging, bitch. <laughs> Poop spaghetti with a ring on it into a plate in public in a park. Near a fountain where some kids are. When the moon hits your life like a big pizza pie, it's a wedding. <laughs> when you shit out a ring full of spaghetti and things, it's a wedding. It's a wedding. Is <laughs> if she says yes to that, you gotta keep her. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I've already been joking around about using similar proposals that were terrible and awful that you have said on the show before. Uh, uh, Matt, I think you talking not, about your proposal story. Not. <laughs> that cuts deep. Hey, you know what? If he, used, if he started using Matt's proposal, uh, he might still be in the middle of he proposing. Would all, he would be getting close to being done by now. He might still be proposing. There's still time. There's still time. He's still on one knee. <laughs> His fucking leg is atrophied. He's like, oh shit, why did I go for this long play? <laughs> she wants a good proposal. Not too bad. But I'm going to give her a memorable one instead. Oh no. Been there. <laughs> to that end, whatever proposal you can come up with, I will use in real life as long as it doesn't put anyone in physical danger, nor will bankrupt me. We really missed the. We really missed we the really good opportunity. We really should have read this on time. It was highlighted to be read. We just didn't do it. Yeah. <sighs> I already have her sister, one of nine siblings, who is literally willing to hide in bushes or whatever to photo slash video the proposal, <laughs> and is becoming insistent that I pop the question soon. So please give me your best and worst ideas. Well, then in that case, well, we Our already best have your is best. Already done. <laughs> shit, shit, check, check, check. check. <laughs> <laughs> the Shinsketty proposal. Shinsketty, put that on the paper. Let's get it. Let's get, get, put, put it on the board. On the board. Put it on the whiteboard. Put it on the board. <laughs> put it on the board. Go ahead and underline that one. Purple marker. <laughs> put a pin in it. That's what's next. We don't have any details to to to, to kind of uh, you know. <clears throat> right. We, we don't, don't know what she likes. Here, yeah, I, I have Where do they details. live? I have, oh, oh, I, have, I have some details for you. Here Not many, go. but some. All right. Here we go. Uh, my girlfriend does love comedy, but has yet to listen to the ICS. I figured this will ensure that she will become, begin listening just so I won't be able to take any more ideas from you jokers without her knowing. Okay, good. In that case, go to an open mic. <laughs> Don't prep any material. Good. And as soon as you've done like your five minutes, like you've just failed and failed and failed, and the whole room is dead, you're like, well, the only thing that can make this better is if I propose to the love of my life. 
whole room hates your guts for being unfunny for five minutes. All right. Actually, uh, if, if you could just go in there and just completely rip off someone else's material. Yeah. Just do like Richard Pryor verbatim. This one's tricky. If she likes comedy, then she's a fan of Bill Cosby. Right. <laughs> so then what you do is oh, no. you drug her, and when <laughs> she wakes up, the ring's already on her finger. What did you think? Would you say yes? Oh, yeah, you, you said it in your sleep. You said it in your sleep. It's good to go. Rudy's going to be the efficient. Rudy's going to bring Barabogany. Bring it up to Breer. All right. You get a, a nice warm bathtub and you fill it with red food coloring and you lay there still as death <laughs> until she comes home and discovers you there. And don't move when she first screams. Wait till the screams subside, and then as she's dialing nine one one, wait until she's weeping uncontrollably. You pull your hand out and show the ring and say, "If you don't say yes, this could happen for real." Oh, uh, oh, I got it, I got it. Her name. Oh, I have real details here. Okay, her name is Darcy. She's about to graduate with a four point in radio broadcasting. Four of her siblings have moved to Ecuador. She has That's a female hard. dog named Radar. Uh, <laughs> How do you get a 4.0 radio and broadcasting? <laughs> Her favorite things are candy, the number five in comedy. She wishes that I was dressed like a firefighter and or played piano. I'm neither of these things. Uh, I forced some I anime on her. Uh, Matt, you can turn off your brain now. Uh, I have an idea now, an actual idea. So do I. Okay, go ahead. You uh, put a wedding ring inside a helium balloon. Good. Mm. And then you talk about marrying her and you rattle in the balloon. When she starts to get upset, you get up and you run out of the room as fast as possible. Hopefully, she follows. You go outside. By the time she gets outside, there should be like 50 balloons. And you cut them all loose and you send them all to the sky. Mm. And then you say, some duck's going to eat that balloon. <laughs> we got to find the duck that has your engagement ring in its ass. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's a lot of work. But it buys love you is, a lot of time. Loves a lot of work. <laughs> buys you a lot of time. Thanks I, in advance. I'd also like to pre-extend a wedding invitation that you're perfectly welcome to turn down. Oh, well, you know what? This is this wouldn't be the first wedding that we're invited to. Yeah. Does anyone have the wedding invite that we were invited to? Uh, I handed it back to you. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, we can't make it, but we're gonna. We would have tried to go. I think. Yeah. That was right in the middle of a time. I, I remember looking at the at the date, and we. At least I was swamped. I yeah. forget what it was though. Mm-hmm. All right. It's near Halloween. I got stuff going on. Okay. Uh, oh, that's what I had going on. I had the absinthe move going on. That's right. what I had going yeah, on. Yeah. It's, it's around Halloween. Oh, I get it, guys. You're busy in October. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I think also, it was on, no, I, think I it was also on have things to do in yes, October. Yes, it's on Halloween. Yeah. It's on Halloween. Yeah, I, no, have to, I, I have to spend the night worshiping Satan, so I don't know what you're up to. No, I'll, figure, I'll find something to do. Swamped. I guess I'll find something to do. How about she likes candy, right? Go on. You're going to be trick-or-treating with your son. You're going to have an amazing Halloween. That's you true. Are. <clears throat> Dress up like a big old heart box full of candy. Okay. And then... Put the ring by the crotch. And then, and, you know, and then bust open the front of it, and there you are with a bunch of chocolate, and it all pours out. And one of them is cream-filled. <laughs> is there anything more romantic than... <laughs> chocolate pouring out of a funeral costume? <laughs> Nothing says l'amour like a melty costume. I love you. Uh, I love you like a chocolate runway. Tim Gunn. 
<laughs> Guns Chocolate Runway. All right. Oh. Uh, that's from Scoop of Josh. Uh, Josh, I hope those uh, I hope those tips helped. What a bank episode, right? We just knocked out three whole scoop. <laughs> we are Again, so good at this. Digging them out. Yeah. Digging them out. At this rate, we'll be done by never. <laughs> but but as always. Thank you for sending them in. Yes. We try to get to them when we can. HeyScoops.com. Send us a scoop mail. We appreciate and thank you for all your emails. Yes. We and do I- go through. We mark them for the ones that we uh, that we want to read, and we will eventually get to them. Yeah, we will eventually read everyone that we marked for reading. We promise. Mm-hmm. We're, we're like, is that where we're at? What? Is that date where we're at pretty much everything else? Just we, go and we're do, not going to go further back. Did you pick back. a random page or did you go no, to the first random page. page? Oh, okay. So we could even go further back. We still have Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. We got more to read. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. We tried. It was Scoop Cruise. We tried to print all the ones that brought us the date. And then we didn't get through like we half of Scoop like five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Five pages on Scoop Cruise. No, it took yeah. it took us like eight more bank episodes just to get through all of the uh, all the ones that I printed out just for the Scoop Cruise. Right. I blame them. Uh, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. All right, let's do. Paul's little, just happy that we're not blaming him for this one. Let's do a little jock versus nerd, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, OG, it mm-hmm. is time. Time for that next battle in the war of jocks versus the nerd. This Jock vs. Nerd comes to us from Mr. Scooper on September 10th, 2015. Dear Jacob the Audio Guy and those other two rat fucks. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I heard Matt He's bemoaning right the I will loss. tell you my proposal story. <laughs> I mean nope. it. No, you won't. On I your mean own it. time, oh, you will, we, sir. No, we have shit to do. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go to bed. I could read another 19 scoop mails. This is some bullshit. So we booked flights oh. to San Francisco. Oh, I heard Matt bemoaning the loss of his jock status and thought that I could lend a hand with the new segment. Without further ado, this is Father of Two versus Nerd. Oh, Mm. wow. I'm excited. Yes. Paul. Yes. Here is your Father of Two question. Yes. Kids are pretty gross and weird things. Indeed. When they are plopped out into the world, mm. they don't come shipped with the same number of bones as an adult. Ah, yeah. Most adults have 206 bones, but our offspring do not. Paul, how many bones do children get born with? Wow, great question. I think it's 210. Incorrect. <sighs> It's more, though. It is more. Okay, because the plates in the head have not sealed together, so they are counted as separate bones. Bones fused together, yes. Right, and there's a couple other non-fused bones. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how many. It's not just in the head. I don't know how many, but I kind of know the answer, so there you go. You do kind of know the answer. That's good. Uh, The answer is 300. The extra bones fused together to form the final 206. Wow. That's what Mr. Scoop says. 300 down to 206. That's a lot of fusing. That's a whole lot of fusing. A whole lot lot of fusing fusing going going on. on. Thank you. (laughs) So uh, uh, we we should note that we take all Jack versus Nerd. Whoever writes them, they are the final answer. We never absolutely we never fact check. Right. No, no, we just take nerds. their thing. Yeah. yeah, I assume that is that is just correct. Yeah. Three hundred sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice like round it's, number. It's a big number. I like it. Three hundred. Let's well, keep it. 
the fact that it goes back to 206 means that 84. No, there we go, Paul. 94. There we go, Paul. 94 bones <laughs> go on. fused together at least. So Good job. 94 pairs at least. What? No, 94 bones fused together into one bone by your math there. <laughs> oh, you're right. That's crazy. What bone is that? <laughs> I can tell you what bone it is in me. <laughs> the shin. Correct. It's just the shin. The shin. It's every, the femur. Every baby is born with a weird wobbly shin. So that's why babies are so spongy and gooey. Yeah. Because they're, they're not fused. Yeah, you're, they're so infused and gooey. But that is part of it, too, to keep them safe. Because otherwise they break, or all the they time. can exit the vagina. Yeah, well, that helps too. Yeah, yeah. It's just so they can actually like enter the earth. That's the most the most important part is so they can get out of just, that. Just to plant the landing, get out of that hole. <laughs> I've just looked it up. Three hundred bones. Oh, this says about three hundred. Oh, burn. <laughs> yeah. So I guess there You're was thinking to the baby there was Supreme no way Court. there was no way for me to get the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, ass. Uh, but a way to get the wrong answer would say two ten. <laughs> if you there round that a, up, it's about three hundred. If you yeah, round it up, it, there was an easy way to get the wrong answer. Two ten is closer to three hundred than two oh six. That's true. That's true. But by that, I'm close. Sure, Paul, I'm awarding you a quarter of a point. Look at oh! that! Look at that! You're up point two five. Nothing. Top that shit. Because you did know that bones fuse together. So you get oh, a quarter yeah. of a point for that. I, would, I did not know. That. I'm a father of you two. You knew that. I mean. You knew yes. the bones weren't fused. Philosophically. Man, you've, I'm sure you've massaged their heads and really pushed hard yeah, on yeah, that yeah, soft yeah. spot. The soft spot, yeah, See yeah. the fun things they do, the harder you push. I would keep, he's, like, written, he's written his name into their heads. Into their I would keep my Cambodian weed in the crevice of my child's own oh, skull. He, st- <laughs> he stacked that cushion to Fontenelle. But then as the skull started to harden, I made pizza. Oh, good. <laughs> Nerd Use question for you, Matt. rock. Pizza Stone is the name of my one child. Pizza Stone. Pizza Stone Donnelly. I'm a Pizza Stone Donnelly. (laughs) And my fontanelle is a shape of reef flat. Like a pizza pie. He made really a flat on my head. It really hurt. Please help my head. He cooking a pizza on my head and make it a really flat. Ooh, I got a flat head. I got I a flat head. Ever told you my the story of San Gennaro with my now wife, but girlfriend at the time? My here, here in Vegas, you went to the San Gennaro no, Festival? No, no, no. It was in New York. In New York. Even riskier. Even riskier. Correct. Yes. The San so we Gennaro were... Festival here has a rep. We were... I can only imagine what it is in New York. Well, it's less. I love it's, the San Gennaro less... Festival of here so much. Do. Of course you do. Danger Jones. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> it's, uh, I was going to say it's less carny, but that's not true. It's equally oh, it's, carny. It's very carny. I don't know how this could be less carny. No, no, no. It, the one here is very carny. No, no. And, and New York is equally carny. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like a convention of carny people. we go down Little people. Italy, which is basically like the slowly dwindling. Like China is eating Little Italy in New York. Chinatown. Right. Yeah, Chinatown is like eating Little Italy. But um, Just like we, real life. We went there and uh, 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 we found this Italian restaurant and we were all like half in the bag. And we just wanted to eat calamari and drink wine. Drink red wine. That's all we wanted to do. These Italian I, restaurants. I can say that about most days of my life. Right, right. This is just it's a special occasion. It's not a bad occasion. way to go, but 
it's San Janeiro Festival. San Janeiro Festival. So this everybody is trying to get in and get fed. Right. And they want to actually eat a whole meal. So right. a, ta- a, a group of eight coming in to eat like an appetizer and drink wine. No one wants that, right? Right. Not the, the restaurant was like. No. So we were half in the bag and went to the bar. And the bar is like, this is shady New York shit. So they're like, oh, just go sit at the table over there. They're just like, get away from me. It wasn't like get out of the restaurant. It was like, get away from me. My 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 The owner won't let me kick you out. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not fucking taking you. Go right? be a waitress's problem. So we went in and we're like, we're yelling and all this stuff. And then like, they still, still serve like bread and oil. And, had, and I got like an oil yes. drip on my. Oh, uh, shirt mm-hmm. and meanwhile like then all of a sudden like the waitress is like no we're not gonna take we're not gonna let you sit here and do this you know and um and so then Eat i got oily bread I and got, calamari because you said wine. you were just gonna order calamari and right they're like, and they're like no yeah fuck off right mm-hmm. and so uh it was like this tiny you know it's new york so it's, 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 the place has like six tables right you know, like, right, they don't right. want to fucking us get out there. there's also a line yeah exactly oh there's just a bad there's just bad yeah. move by us across the board i bottom line is i blame us for this story i don't want you to feel like this is going against the restaurant anyway oh no you're the bad guy so yeah far. i'm totally the bad guy yeah yeah but i have oil on my shirt right and so uh, uh i'm pissed at the bartender for sending me to a table okay because he was lying you know like uh, he's the only person i can fixate my my half drunken anger on yeah you know and so I'm, I'm ready to like get in this bartender's face but my wife is obsessed with the fact that i have an oil stain on my shirt <laughs> and she has a tide stick and we've been dating for maybe like three months <laughs> She's like a tie stick in her purse, you know? And so she's sitting there because she teaches kids. And so she, at the time, so she, she had like a little, little, she was prepared for all occasions. Right. I could have had a little granola bar if I wanted as well. And so I'm Maybe sitting there like. butterscotch candy? I'm sitting there like fucking laying it. I start laying into the bartender. Like, be like, like why a, the fuck did you send us to that table when you knew the fucking, just tell us the fucking truth. We could, you know, blah, blah, blah. And my wife is just sitting there like, just like dabbing. <laughs> Dabbing the same with the tie stick, like she's holding my shirt, you know, and then Hilarious. like dabbing with the other hand, and it's like it's totally taking away anything aggro. I yeah. part in his face. I just have this woman dabbing a stain on my shirt with a tide stick. You know? I can see this happening today. Yeah, totally, totally. And I was like, "Can you stop?" <laughs> to I'm her. trying to be mad I'm at this trying guy. To fucking ball out this motherfucker back here, you know. And so we basically get like escorted back out into the street finally, you know? right? And she's like, "You were mad at me." And I was like, "No, I was just—I don't want to be dabbed with a tide stick while I yell at someone. That's all. I, I just want them to be two separate activities. I want to be sure. I want to yell at someone. Yeah. I also want to be dabbed with a tide stick. Yeah, don't get me wrong. This shirt is good. I like this shirt. To I want stay both of those things to happen." Just now, not simultaneously. Correct me if I'm wrong, but dabs and tie sticks are also somehow associated with weed. Uh, yes, you can okay. get them all on a pizza. Great. You can get a dab tie stick pizza. <laughs> but only in Cambodia. From, from Cambodian Caesars. Okay. <laughs> sea Caesars, they call it. Cambodia, Cambodia. Cambodia Caesars. Sea Caesars? Yes, Caesars. Sea Caesars. Um, <laughs> all right. Nerd question for you, Matt. Ready. Speaking of fusing children together, I have to get more than <laughs> I have to get this more than a quarter right. Am Correct. I right? Okay. All right. And and that already counts as fifteen percent right there. <laughs> okay, Just good. knowing how much you have to get right. <laughs> okay. Good. good so good. now you just need another ten percent. All right. I think I got this. Never do it. Speaking of fusing children together, which popular anime series? Oh, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Featured two scrappy kids fusing together through their fingertips to become a single more powerful being. Neutral Milk Hotel. Nailed it! No. Are there... Uh, <laughs> that was the ice cream social, people! Are there multiple choices? No? Uh, no. no. Uh, Akira? Give, hold on, I'll give you multiple choices. Okay. Um, no, <laughs> not multiple choice. <laughs> no, hold on, I'm going to come up with multiple choices right now. No. No. Your multiple choices no. are... No. The Wonder Twins. No. 
Voltron. <gasps> no. Dragon Ball Z. No. And Zikara, Queen of the Desert. I'm going to go with San Janeiro Festival. Correct. <laughs> San Janeiro. Uh, Akira is the only, <laughs> the only guess I have. That's the only name that I made up. Okay. Paul. <laughs> Do you know Neutral Muck Hotel? Do I? Okay. I, I mean, In the Airplane Over the Sea is a masterwork. Yes. It's like the album. I, it's amazing. I thought of it the other day. Yeah. And I played it, mm-hmm. and I was almost like weeping. It's one of those. Now, Jacob, do you know about Neutral Muck Hotel? I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's one of those things. It's a guy. It's By the a way, band. the answer was Dragon Ball Z. That's fine. And yeah. uh, I lose, and that's fine. Was it Jay Mangum? Mr. Scooper, thank you. Yeah. So he was Neutral Muck Hotel, basically. Yeah. But he wanted to record an album so beautiful that it would uh, change the world okay. and help the world. And if it didn't, he was going to move into the woods. We are the world. And what's great is that the album is we not hippy-dippy at all. No. It's this really like Coney Island-influenced, crazy, weird, beautiful Oh, I like uh, it more now. It's, uh, no, it's a great album. I like fucking it a lot album. more now. It's Animal Collective as the backup band, right? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so, but he was the, he was the, he was the lyricist and, and, yes, uh, and, the, and the, the main and the composer. Guy. Yeah, uh, the album came out, did not do that well. Okay, he did move into the woods. Yeah. Yes, I, I he moved in the woods for years. I bought that shit like second weekend because yeah. I was I had a friend at the time, my buddy Jared, who was deep into the obscure shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, weird. yeah. And I was like, for me, oh. it was Kurt Brownler was a guest well, on this show. Not only He's that, the one that got me into that. Not only that, but we had we had Big B's out here still. I mean, we yeah. got Zia now, and that's pretty good. Yeah. But Big B's right next to the university was the record joint. Did you ever get a chance to go no, to Big no, B's? No, no, no. Was it closed by the time you got out here? I believe oh, so. man, fucking Big B's. I spent so much money at Big B's. That was great. Because like when I grew up in- This is Paul talking about a record store that closed years dude, ago. Dude, but in Richmond, we had Recordsmith. I grew up- I mean, that's where I got my- uh, I was into that indie stuff too, though. I mean, I was yeah. in, I was into Guided by Voices when Vampire and Titus was. Named. I know. All right, I'm just saying. I know. I know. I'm just saying I, that that whole thing. So yeah, Neutral Milk Hotel. I was down. That's it. No, I still am down. It's, it, it's it one of the it's I, one of the great albums. Exactly. I, I was like, oh, I haven't listened to album in a long time, and I immediately played. It, and I was like, oh my god, this album is just fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's it's incredible. And the instrumentation and on it is insane, and it's one of those albums that you almost have to listen to it as an album. Yes, because as soon as you start listening to one piece, you're like, "Oh, I'm, I'm ready for that next bite," and it holds together as a cohesive piece. Yes. in ways that most albums do not. No, no, exactly. Oh, and it, I it, hate listening. I I hate when I get into my car because every now and then I'll be I'll listen to a podcast and I'll get out of my car, then I'll get back in, and my phone will jump to shuffle on my music instead of going yes. back to my regular podcast. Yep. And every now and then too. I'll be like, "Oh, I'll just listen to some music right now," and it will jump to a song. That is in one of those albums. Oh yeah, we're like, no, 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 it's a it's a great album, and he did. He lived in the woods for I want to say like four or five years. Doesn't surprise me. Um, and I remember because uh, we were doing the Neutrino Video Projects in New York, and we loved using his music to mm-hmm. underscore our stuff. 
and then we were going to the uh, U.S. Comedy Arts Festival, the official Aspen Festival. Festival, and so Kurt Kurt was like, "Well, I guess we should if we're going to use his music in this large of a festival, we should ask permission to use his stuff." And so he called his manager, and the manager was like, uh, "I mean, I can ask him. I see him once a month. I go up to the woods to see him to talk to him about stuff. He's gonna say no." But he also lives in the woods. So you're not going to get caught on <laughs> he it. He yeah. like, I guess I'll ask him. Yeah. But do Thank, whatever the fuck you're thanks doing. Thanks for the courtesy. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. he lives like, in the woods. Go move on. Hilarious. You know? and so, go ahead and pretend we didn't have this conversation. Yeah. But I guess I think it was a music festival in LA that he finally, he moved out of the woods. and he Yeah, did he's his back first to doing appearance. it again. Yeah, he's, he's back he, in touring he does, and doing he, it. He performs the album now. But uh, my friend BJ was at the show. Where he appeared for the first time after yeah, living in the woods I, for see, years. I was, saw him fucking tweeting about that shit. I was like losing my shit. I was yes. like, "Fuck you, yeah, ass!" Yeah. Getting to see that Neutral Milk Hotel show. They, That's what I was like. People in the room, <laughs> people said in the room, it just it was like seeing a ghost. They, I'm they sure. Could not believe they just went out and they just saw him and he just hit the first uh, notes of Two Headed Boy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and it's like what? Fucking yeah, I'm sure the place went insane. It is. It's a. It's a loosely kind of fantasized homage to uh Anne Frank and his obsession with her. Yeah. It's a love letter to Anne Frank, but it's yeah. also about It is not his... the album you think if someone's like I want to change the world of the album. The lyrics do not go in a place that you think they would go. It's bizarre, but, but it's but wonderful. beautiful poetry. Yeah, 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 it's wonderful. And the instrumentation is insane. The, yeah, the so amounts of, of noises the and different sounds. Different kinds of sounds. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great. All right. That was our four-minute blowjob of an album we brought to you by... We agree on Neutral Milk Hotel. Uh, we did it, guys. Ice Cream Social fully endorses Neutral Milk Hotels in the <laughs> airplane over the sea if you are looking for... And it's more beautiful knowing the story, I think. I think knowing the story that the guy wanted to change the world with it and then knowing, it was like, knowing that he went to live in the woods after this came out. I will say... That, that, makes he, me, that makes me want to listen to the album he, more than yeah, anything else. I, exactly. think, I think now I hope he understands that he did change the world. That's it. And the, like, uh, uh, because people, everyone changes the world. But people, oh, mother, but for people, <laughs> people who really get into it, people who dig that album, it affects you in a positive way. Absolutely. No, no. And I've seen more tattoos and mm -hmm. stuff that, of his lyrics based on that. So he really did. It just didn't, it just didn't happen fast enough for him. But right. I'd say that uh, that album's influence, people who know it, is unbelievable. So you'd say, that, I mean, it, it kind of had an underground start, took its time, really took hold over years. You know, like, yeah. I mean, how long would you say it really took to take hold? Uh, I would say a couple of years. All right. So long distance is on its way. There. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. God damn it, you walked into that one, Dolly. <laughs> but if it doesn't have the impact you need, you're going to move to Cambodia for a few years that's and then it. you come back. Yeah. I, I can, I can tell you long distance is very big in Cambodia already. Look at that. See? It's <laughs> big. Huge See? in Cambodia. Look at that. Boy, Both the people who live in Cambodia bought a copy of Long Distance. It's hard to track down the royalties. <laughs> I'll yeah. bet. I'll bet. It's big on the black market. Yeah. I don't I, think you're making I a think, lot of pretty penny that, over there. I think there. that song's been pirated pretty heavily at this point, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm. J I just want the music out there. Boone McGraw. Oh sure. Oh sure. Boone McGraw. Who doesn't know Boone McGraw? I uh, sure. Uh, there it comes, baby. I want to thank Pendulette for creating this podcast. Yeah. I want to thank our audio mafia, our visual mafia. Oh yeah. I want to thank my sweetest baby girl, Ann McFeeters, for inspiring uh, the song that turned on a generation. A generation! <laughs> turned on a generation! <laughs> <laughs>
Just a whole generation of people walking around with a fucking heart on. It's uncomfortable, sir. I want to thank everyone for subscribing. Thank you. Your dreams are calling now. I know you just can't stay. I thank all the people on our social media team. I oh, promise yeah. you somehow. I'll soon be on my way. Promise you. The creamers. The scoops. Ice cream sandwich. The screamers. The dreamers. For a little while. But even when you're far away, I can see your smile. Your memory smile. All right. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to this bank episode. Burning uh, up the charts, bitches. Support us. If you want more of this, <laughs> more of exactly this, go to patreon.com slash scoops. This will be up on the page at some point. This episode feels like this is what we do. <laughs> All right. Don't tell them that. I'm telling that you. That sounds very sage-like. This is going to be one of those episodes that's like, hey, number nine. Number whatever this one ends up being. Okay. Dip in. All right. This is the toe wetting episode. This is a good toe wetter. <laughs> if good... you if you down with this, you down with ICS. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Take it away, dipping dust, Jack. We'll see you soon. Another album that's a just a full listen for you. What was that album, Jacob, that you had to listen to the whole thing when you heard a part? You're like, oh shit, this is the whole album. Oh, uh, I forget what the album was, but it was by the band Dream Theater. <laughs> Dream Theater. You want to talk about like serious 80s rock you want to talk about serious theater tech nerd jams that's what that shit is dream theater oh, i haven't heard that since how's that theater 90 fucking two dream theater. just dream theater oh boy all right no there's to something each, everybody has their their picadillos dream theater but no the album the album was no no i'm sure they can't be enjoyed piecemeal that's a that's a whole <laughs> That that album's a work. You're right, Jacob. Dream Theater. It's not the album. It's how they recorded the fucking thing. How it was did they a record live, it? Underwater? It was a live concert. What? Oh. It was a live concert. So hearing it out of order off the live album, you're like, oh, I need the rest of this jam. No, I just turned it off. Oh, I see. <laughs> I don't know a, how you found the strength to turn off Dream Theater. Solution. Tweet, tweet your only albums. Tweet tweet, tweet at Hayscoops. Tweet tweet. Uh, album only. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag album, only. album only. I can only listen to the whole album when I start one jam on this. There you go. There you go. That's a good one. You got um, any? What do you got? Any other ones uh, like that? Uh, poison. Shut up. Shit. <laughs> 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 I mean, like in the airplane over the sea is like one of the yeah yeah the major because every song rolls into the next in such uh, a I mean melodic it's, it's, way. It's cliche, but dark side. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I hate listening to one song off a of sure. Dark Side of the Moon, but I sure, love sure, sure, sure. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I did just sit down and listen to White Album the other day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so good. I like Abbey Road in order. Yeah, yeah. I don't like listening to pieces of Abbey Road. Yeah, I prefer listening to uh, 
melancholy and the infinite sadness as a whole piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, side A and side B. Mm-hmm. I do like listening to the whole thing because there's isolated tracks on that. The the way he 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 put some thought into how that lines up. Oh, for fuck's sake, uh, the fragile. Oh yeah, Nine Inch Nails, the fragile. That's yeah. a yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to stop. I was not a Bruce Springsteen, but Born to Run should be listened to in order. See, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, what? That was so mean. <laughs> we we were fine without that. We didn't have to kill that girl. The episode was fine. You fucking. What do you imagine she dies of with that first? with that pleasure squeal? Honestly, <laughs> what do you what do you see? Let's take a dynamite eye. in her vagina. <laughs> Ace, you have your orders. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you were thinking, Paul. I feel like that was pretty obvious. Play it again. I, I, I mean, you just listen to it. Oh, yeah. oh, god damn it! But what's that squeak that sounds like a, an electronic thing? Is it electronic it's a dynamite de- detonator? Being set off. Yeah, oh, it's a de- electronic detonator. Yes. Yeah, detonator. Oh, okay. So what yeah, else I, guess, I guess I guess you're right. Not a stick of dynamite, but actually like a bomb, a plunger, a plunger bomb. <laughs> no, just a plunger. Paul has very high-tech plungers in his house. Like apparently. High-end. Only high-end for him. I feel like what's going to happen at some point is that Paul is going to buy this house. Are you still recording? House. Yes. Jesus. Paul is going to buy this house just so we can record, just so we can keep recording here, and he does not have to leave the house. <laughs> I feel like that's just going to happen. I feel I, like it's inevitable. In, in the perfect future. I feel like that's just inevitable at this point. In the perfect future, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to have a place where we could just... Paul's like, I will buy the house as long as this room can remain exactly as it is. I don't have to leave. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? When we start recording somewhere else down the road... What the fuck are we still doing on the air? Right the now. Shut up. What? It's 3 a.m. <laughs> no. You want to talk about when we were... What? You want to make plans? Yes. I'm always making plans. <laughs> yeah. If they were making plans all the time. My business, my business lacumen is functioning highly tonight. See you, Scoops. <laughs>